Hello guys, welcome back to the second part of the show dedicated to my listeners. This is episode 83 and because I don't want to waste any time, I hate time wasting, um, I'm gonna go straight into this. You know, time wasting is just bollocks. It wraps me up the wrong way. It makes my blood boil. Well, not literally. My body temperature is probably something in the region of, let's say, six, uh, not 60, 36 or 37 degrees. Therefore, I assume that my blood temperature um, would have si- a similar figure. There is no way my blood would boil by any stretch of the imagination, you see. Unless you, of course, cook me. Uh, Hopefully my listeners are civilized people and no cannibals or that kind of thing. Uh, You wouldn't dare to do this to me, would you? You wouldn't dare to do this to your host. Uh, No, you wouldn't, right? But time-wasting, I really hate it. Especially when watching football, you know. The Premiership has started. I'm all excited about it. I'm buzzing, you know. Arsenal have won their first Premier League match. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. But from time to time, the football players just hold the ball for too long. It's because they are in the lead. They are actually winning. And they want to save, they want to waste the time in order to to prevent the other team from scoring the goals but they are they don't realize that they are also making the joy of watching football slightly unbearable you know what i mean it just drives me up the wall when players don't kick the ball pretend to be injured or even disabled you know out of breath suddenly unable to run um anyway where was i oh yeah I was talking about the time-wasting. Okay, so um, I prefer just getting straight to the point, you see. To the bottom of the, of the things, to the bottom of this episode in this case. Well, obviously, don't get me wrong. There is no bottom, no bum or arse. Uh, in this case, we are not gonna explore the... Uh, <clears throat> I should probably stop now. I've gone, I've gone over the top. I've gone well over the top. I've gone overboard. And it is uh, a little bit off color now. The political correctness of this episode um, is kind of in jeopardy. It's kind of, it's kind of questionable now. So, yeah. This episode is... Besides everything else, of course, about Daniel's message. You know, the last episode featured Gabor's message, and I attempted to answer to this. I hope that Gabor is satisfied with my answer there. He didn't get back to me yet, so I hope he will. But this one should be about responding to Daniel's message. So now I'm gonna shut up. Well, I, I'm not gonna shut up because. This is a podcast, but I'm going to shut up about the stuff I was talking before. I should shut the fuck up, you know, which is slightly a ruder version of shut up. If you say to shut shut the fuck up, even especially if you use it as a command, 
it really is a bit rude, you know. You can often come across this phrase in an abbreviated form of STFU. It stands for shut the fuck up, STFU. And it's in gaming world, you know. Seriously, Zdeniak? Time to end this. You wrote this as a script anyway, and now you're reading it out, pretending to be speaking off the top of your head. Come on. And it's nowhere near quarter as good or funny as you want it to be. So, that's it. Shut the fuck up now, Zdeniak. This is the message I got from Daniel from Italy. <clears throat> Here you go. Hi, Zdenek. Hi, all you listeners of Zdenek's English Podcast. This is Daniele from Italy, and I've been listening to Zdenek's podcast for uh, about, let's say, one year. And I really like it because uh, it's uh, interesting, but also uh, really uh, useful. I mean, uh, and uh, it's also unpredictable because you you don't know what's going to happen next episode um, there's always uh, a surprise I'd like to know something um, about uh, Podiabradi of course I could have googled it but um, because uh, I had given this occasion to ask you some questions uh, well you know I'd like to know from directly from you Zdenek um, Podiabradi is a renowned uh, spa isn't it and um, I wonder if you ever had a spa treatment there uh, and if you would advise your listener to go to Podiabradi and you know have a spa treatment and why not um, take a um, six sign tour because I'm sure that um, there are landmarks aren't they and uh, well this is the, my first question um, another question is about um, uh, Czech comedies um, Uh, I'd like to know if uh, there is or there are uh, fun uh, Czech comedy that uh, you would advise your listeners to watch. And I'm asking because uh, in Italy there are a lot of uh, fun comedies and most of them had been even praised by international uh, directors um, such as uh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino is really fond of... Um, Italian movies and even uh, Italian comedies in fact um, well I don't remember exactly but uh, a few years ago he was uh, at Cannes uh, at the Cannes Fin Film Festival as a um, jury and uh, 80s Italian comedy called Viva la Foca was um, showed there I remember Quentin Tarantino was really pleased about um, this uh, film which uh, might be translated as uh, Hail to the Sail God Bless Her it's a kind of uh, risque comedy um, there are a lot of um, innuendos <laughs> you know what I mean but um, if you um, if you have the opportunity watch it because it's, uh, it's hilarious um, that's it um, thank you very much sorry for my English for, uh, for my rambling on you know Unfortunately, um, it's really tough when it comes to to prove your uh, speaking skills. That's it.
Bye, take care. Daniel, thanks a lot, buddy. I do owe you for this now. Well, I don't really owe you any money, hopefully. Well, if you want money, I don't have any anyway, so, you know, I can't give you any. Because I don't get paid for doing this. I don't get paid for podcasting. I don't get paid for coming up with slightly silly ideas. No. Don't you try to demand the bread and honey from me. I'm a poor cockney. I'm actually tough as nail. Now, what I mean is that you may be a gangster Italian bloke, but I won't start shaking. I'm Czech. I won't budge. I won't budge an inch. This is my territory. I may be a cowardly Czech by nature. What the hell? Or maybe I should say what the hell? Don't know. Well, no. This is a challenge for me. I can't do the uh, Cockney accent. I would love to do this. I know how it sounds. I can always recognize it. I even know some rules of making some vowel changes and age dropping thing and all that. But it's so difficult for me, you know. So, I don't know. Should I give it a go once again? No, I don't think so. Alright, mate. How you doing, mate? You alright? You got an Emma? You got an Emma, mate? How you doing, mate? Mine, how you go? Just pop in the office. Can you visit me, mate? Just go down the frag and tote, mate. Just go down the battle cruiser and bring me some, bring me some Nelson Mandela. You know, just, you know, but better go, better go down the frag and tote first. You wanna get to the pop? To the pop? Oh my god, I really suck at this. Anyway, I'm just drawing the line here. I can't afford to send any money to my listeners for listening to me speaking on the podcast or writing comments or generally supporting me. I'd love to do this because I really appreciate it. I do. I seriously do. But I can't. I just can't afford this. Seriously. And I'm also broke. And I have a broken computer. Uh, that part I made up. My computer is up and running. It's in a healthy condition right now. Hopefully it will stay like this for a long time. Everything else is true, of course. I'm a trustworthy person. Apart from that part about the broken computer. Right. So, Daniel, you're asking two questions in general here. Your first question is about Podjebrady. You said you don't want to Google it. But now I have to Google it myself, right? Thanks a lot, mate. That's really nice of you. Just passing on the responsibility, aren't you? Just kidding. Okay, so off the top of my head, well, almost, Podjebrady um, is a spa town. A piss... Uh, eh? Piss? No, 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 I didn't want to say that word. There is not even a remote connection with the word piss in respect to my town. The town is a picturesque. What I wanted to say is that it is a picturesque, picturesque town located east of Podjebrady, about 50 kilometers. Right? Really? Did I say located east of Podjebrady? No, I, what I meant was located east of Prague, 50 kilometers east of Prague, something like that, 
which is little fewer in miles not in a mood for counting it how many miles exactly it is but as far as I know one kilometer is about 1.6 miles isn't it yeah so it's a lovely clean place here not much shit lying around so to speak the town is um, um, situated in Polabi which is the the largest Czech lowlands actually and uh, it's on the river of Labe um, which is Albe in Germany in I mean in Germany but also in German language and the, uh, this town is also um, a historical place it has very rich history behind it uh, it's closely connected to the reign of George from Podjebrady when I say reign I don't uh, mean the the water falling down the sky what I mean is the the rule you know but not the rule which you have to follow not the not like law or regulation although I suppose you had to follow the rule of the king in the Middle Ages in a way didn't you yeah I, I guess you did unless unless you wanted to end up with uh, your head chopped off or beheaded executed or drowned eaten by lions or you name it or how else could you die in the Middle Ages I suppose there must have been plenty of options you know see what I'm trying to do a bit of wordplay a bit of puns clever huh yep I hope you appreciate this there is a statue of the king of this king I mean of the king of George the king of George from Podjebrady who lived approximately in the 15th century and there you go historical data hunters so there is this statue it's like one of the most important things you can find it in the main square and it's in the middle of the square obviously surrounded by some flowers as far as I can remember and another landmark of course is the castle I think I've said I've spoken about the castle here before and of course the park as well which is um, green that's what parks usually are they are usually green aren't they so you shouldn't be that surprised that the park is green I mean there are some colors there don't get me wrong for example um, in spring and summer you will definitely find there some uh, flowers and you know it's not that green it's very green but it's not like it's not all just green you know I'm a bit getting lost with this with, with this color thing um, I wonder why maybe it's because I feel a bit of color today well anyway um, as I said earlier it's a spa town right so we have mineral water mineral mineral ah, mineral water which you can actually drink well that's what you normally do with mineral water it's a bit rusty well I mean it, it has a bit rusty color uh, especially if you kind of use plastic bottles to keep some of some of this mineral water at home which is something that um, most people from Podjebrady have done at least once in their life they keep the, the Podjebratka water in the bottles and it gets a bit it starts having um, this kind of distinctive 
color after a while after repeatedly using these bottles for some time and it has this specific distinctive color and it's the color of iron it's because uh, there is really a lot of iron in this mineral water but um, as far as I know it's uh, it shouldn't do you any harm you know unless someone who's trying to be funny comes up with a magnet um, Ha ha ha, that was very funny, wasn't it, Zdeněk? Okay, no, it wasn't that funny. Um, but at least it wasn't scripted. This joke came naturally. Anyway, um, I'm talking about the iron, right? I hate ironing, by the way. I don't do it, you know. I just wash my clothes, hang it, and then I just uh, let it dry out. And uh, I don't normally even fold it let alone iron it, oh my god I am a horrible person really well anyway um, Podjebratka mineral water is it's called Podjebratka, right? I don't know if I explained this well enough um, which is derived from the uh, the city name of course, Podjebrady and the water is called Podjebratka it's quite a refreshing drink especially in summer, it's a sparkling one if you're drinking directly from the fountains, which are scattered around the town, there are several places where you can actually uh, drink it from. Like a, there is like a arbor and uh, arbor, so it's it has a roof, and uh, there are about three or four taps, and you can just drink it as you will. It is uh, shut down in winter in order to prevent some freezing, I suppose. Right, but, you know, it should be healthy. Don't know about that. I'm not sure if the equation, the more you drink it, uh, the more in shape you will be. I don't know if this is valid, really. But, apparently, the first mineral spring in Podjebrady was discovered in 1905. I googled that. Um, in 1905, they had no Google, I think. Um, closest they may have had to Google might have been the the goggles in terms of the language Google doesn't really resemble goggles in any way it's because Google it's an abstract thing whereas goggles um, are pretty much a concrete thing aren't they? yep if you come to Prague to visit my country maybe well Prague is a place where most of the foreign tourists go anyway. Well, don't forget that there are some other places you can visit in my country, such as the Podjebrady. Just pop into my town, it's a lovely place. Uh, it will take you only about one hour by train, and it's, there's a direct connection. And um, as far as the spa is concerned, as you say, Daniel, you're right. Podjebrady is a spa town, and uh, it specializes in heart diseases so people who have problems with their hearts they just come here and uh, get the treatment so um, maybe it's the mineral water that's where all the magic is but um, because uh, so far I haven't had any problems with my heart uh, unless you count some heartbreaks which is not uh, physical condition is it it's rather mental one uh, I haven't had any problems with my heart so 
uh, touch wood, of course, touch wood. No, this wasn't wood. This was plastic. Touch wood. Right. I think it could be a good idea for some entrepreneur, for some businessman to actually make use of this or to capitalize on people who get brokenhearted. They could corner the market with this here. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, if you uh, drink a sip of mineral water, if you have a glass of it and suddenly... You don't feel broken-hearted anymore. You don't feel betrayed. And you suddenly feel relaxed and uh, you're up for another relationship maybe or something like that. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, what a great idea. Maybe one day someone might actually come up with this and, as I said, corner the market, you know, become uh, successful and earn a lot of money and, you know, become world famous. Uh, so unless you count this, uh, I haven't had problems with my heart, but of course a lot of people need such treatment, so it helps them here. Uh, so uh, apparently uh, having treatment can make their condition better. Um, and you're right, uh, it could be nice to take a sightseeing tour here, um, although I don't think you would need a lot of time for this, so... Perhaps four hours, five hours, I don't know. I don't know how much you need to get to know Podjebrady, right? It's not a big place, really. It's a lovely place. It's a it's a very sexy place. But I don't know how much time you need. Probably not that much, right? All right. Hope that answers that, Daniel. Let me just remind you that we don't live in 1905. So if you wish... To know more about my town, just get online, mate, and consult the Uncle Google. You don't really need to use these safety goggles uh, when doing so. Although you could, of course. It might actually look stylish in a way. Just don't forget uh, to take a photo of yourself while googling in goggles. Could be a lot of laugh. So share this laugh with all of us, with not just yourself, but also with me and the other listeners. Now about the Czech comedy. Before I delve into this, before I immerse myself in this topic, actually it's not going to be such a big deal, but before I do this, I need to make myself clear. I am not by any means an expert at Czech comedy. No. I'm not. I just happen to be Czech. I'm able to speak English at an advanced level. And I have been asked this question by Daniel. So I guess I happen to be the right person to talk about it. But um, let's say that I don't know much about it, okay? Moreover, I don't watch Czech comedy. I don't even have a TV. All I watch is English comedy on the internet, of course. Which is not really patriotic of me, is it? But I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It doesn't have to be particularly comedy. I mean, I love science fiction and drama and uh, fantasy, all that kind of thing. But comedy is alright, I mean, if it's good. At the moment, I have been onto the Ricky Gervais um, 
podcast actually, which was made into Ricky Gervais TV series. So if you want, uh, you can find it. It's amazing. Ricky Gervais is this uh, British comedian who is also behind the the uh, TV series called Office. Absolutely amazing comedian. I love him. Also, this is a bit hard for me for another reason, and it's because um, I'm supposed to speak about Czech comedy in English, and of course, most people listening to this podcast speak English, and it's only natural that I'm speaking English here, but uh, obviously I can't speak Czech here when when I want to, which would be the best means to use to speak about Czech comedy in Czech. Um, I mean, I can always try this, you know. I can give it a go. Um, česká komedie. Uh, česká komedie je velmi významná a má dlouhou historickou tradici, která sahá až do dávných dob. Um, tyto doby jsou doby historické, jak již jsem řekl, takže bavíme se o středověku, možná i trochu novověku. Uh, oh my god, guys, I can't even speak my own language here. That's horrible. But see what I mean? No use, absolutely no use speaking in Czech about Czech comedy here on this podcast, right? Well, and the biggest problem, uh, the biggest problem is that this subject would be too abstract for the listeners also too hard for me to go into it with my apparent lack of knowledge of Czech comedy. I can't just, you know, deceive you with this. I can't pull the wool over your eyes. I can't even play you any sketches um, to support what I would be speaking about. In fact, listeners, I made some effort doing little research into... Uh, possible Czech comedy work, translated or dubbed into English, but it is like looking for a needle in a haystack. It's just futile job. Doesn't pay off, really. It's something that may be called time-wasting. But actually, I'm gonna mention one name for you, Daniel, since you are so eager to know about this subject. It's a name I may have talked about here in the podcast. In fact, I think I have talked about him, but I don't remember to what detail I did this. Anyway, Yara Zimmerman. Yara Zimmerman it's something like Czech Monty Python. Yara Zimmerman is the name of a character around whom this whole comedy, it's a comedy group, was established or set up. And it's more of a theater thing, really, than than a TV. I mean, Monty Python is, I guess, both. But Yara Zimmerman, it's more of the theater thing. It's like a collective of actors, comedians, and intellectuals around Zdeněk Svirák. See how important the name Zdeněk is? Probably the most important people in my country carry this name. So Zdeněk Svirák and also Ladislav Smoljak who, however, unfortunately died a few years ago. And this group, uh, of course, there were more guys in this group, but these two were the most important people there. And they were obviously very funny. And they wrote a lot of theater plays, uh, which were about this fictional or fictitious 
character Yara Zimmerman. And what they did was they broke a lot of boundaries. The humor was deep, profound and intellectual. And at the same time, there were a lot of puns and, you know, like simple humor, but absolutely amazing. That's why I think drawing this parallel with Monty Python could be justified. Uh, this is how I feel it, by the way. Uh, maybe some people may disagree with me and it's absolutely fine. We may have different opinions here on the podcast. We are a um, democratic place here. And also, what was quite an important feature about Yara Zimmerman was that uh, it had some kind of a didactic feel to it. It teaches you about Czech history and it teaches you to be a bit patriotic because, as I said on this podcast, Czech people are not patriotic enough. And uh, this is something that could make you proud of the country you come from because uh, this is really great stuff. Because uh, in this Yara Zimmerman place, uh, the authors, the authors um, cleverly insert a lot of historical data which you can which you can either revise i mean you should know this from school of course but you can revise it or you can learn something new as well of course um as a coincidence i happened to have found an article about about first zimmerman's work transformed into english so what i'm gonna do now I'm gonna read you this article because I find it quite interesting and because it is in English and also because I don't have to uh, think when I read. I can only concentrate on reading it, on pronouncing it well and it just, you know, it helps me, it helps me to relax a bit. Right, so I'm looking for it. There, there it is. The article is called Theatre. Simmerman's work will be will be in English for the first hold on the the name of the article is theater colon uh, Simmerman's work will be in English for first time category culture published on the 15th of May 2014 and it was published by Czech news agency currently it has 1858 hits on the internet and you can find it on the website uh, www.pragpost.com uh, slash 142 etc something like that all right so uh, fictitious author was chosen as greatest check in 2005 but disqualified uh, that's another title of this word. I, I guess it's like a subtitle or subheading. Never mind. One of the plays written by the fictitious author Yara Zimmerman and enormously popular among Czechs will be performed in English by British actors and under the auspices of the British Council and Prague's Yara Zimmerman Theatre. Václav Kotek told the Czech news agency today. Kotek the theatre manager said the chosen play is Zaskok, whose English translation by Brian Stewart and Emilia Machalova will be presented under the title The Stand-In. It will be the first English performance of a play written by Zimmermann, he said. 
The work by the fictitious universal Czech genius Zimmermann was for decades viewed as untranslatable and hardly comprehensible to foreigners. Now we will try to prove the opposite, Kotek said. Like all Zimmermann's plays, Zaskok was in fact written by Zdeněk Svěrák, 78, and Ladislav Smoljak, 1931-2010, a popular duo of scriptwriters, filmmakers and protagonists of the Jara Zimmermann Theatre. Several decades ago, Svěrák assisted in creating the figure of Zimmermann, an unconventional poet, philosopher, inventor, musician, mathematician, intellectual, athlete and playwright of the late 19th and early 20th centuries and gradually presented his significant contribution to the progress of mankind. He and Smoljak highlighted Zimmermann's eccentric figure through scientific lenses and take a serious approach to staging his place which has a comic effect in combination with witty hints and well-known historical events and personalities. The figure has gained immense popularity and sentences from Zimmermann's plays performed by the theatre are often jokingly used by Czechs in everyday life. People chose Zimmermann as the greatest Czech in a nationwide contest in 2005. He was disqualified for not being real and the award instead went to King Charles IV. Zaskok is a story from 1910 when the Czechs were part of the Austro-Hungarian monarchy. In the first part of the play, the protagonists highlight the history of a travelling drama group that performed Zimmermann's play plays in the past. In the second part, this group is seen performing one of the plays. At the last moment, the actor who was to play the main role disappeared and had to be replaced by a substitute, which triggers a series of comic situations. The first reading of the play, open to the public, will take place in the Jara Zimmermann Theatre Zyskovské divadlo Jara Zimmermana on June the 20th. Zyskovské divadlo Jara Zimmermana, that's uh, the, the Czech, Czech name of the theatre. Tickets will be available on www.zdje.cz. I don't think this is relevant uh, any longer because uh, it's a bit outdated. I told you this article was published sometime in May. So um, there you go. Anyway, I think you got the idea about this. And maybe it can be slightly, slightly boring for you because you don't know what I'm talking about, really, do you? Well, I'm just trying to give you a proof that there is a Czech comedy, but the main point is that um, this is hard, you know. It's even hard to translate the humor. I mean, humor is supposed to be universal, right? Um, that's what Luke from Luke's English Podcast says, that humor is universal, that people from Japan or Africa or, I don't know, the USA or Russia, they would all laugh at someone just falling, you know, falling, maybe slipping on the banana slow, banana skin or something. But this is different. This is a more profound and intellectual humor, Yara Zimmerman, and it cannot be fully appreciated as the original if you translate it. 
you can always try and some humor will be successfully transformed definitely will but some of it will just get lost uh, in translation i'm sure about this and also i think you need to be czech uh, you need to grow up in czech environment Uh, because there are a lot of cultural and historical references. And to fully understand this, to fully appreciate this, you cannot simply be a foreigner. I don't mean to speak to you in this upper hand kind of way. No, don't get me wrong. I'm just telling you as it is, right? I'm just trying to be honest with you. So I know I didn't tell you much, and I'm sorry for this, but... Um, I'm sure there might be some films which are actually dubbed into English. I just didn't find any, as I said, looking for a needle in a haystack. Maybe there are even more films that are subtitled that you can watch and kind of check and then just read the subtitles. Although this could be a bit boring, you know, because it's always better if you can hear the actors speaking, actually, right? Uh, among these films that could possibly be translated and dubbed, could be maybe Kolya, Samotaři, that might be translated as The Loners, Pelišky, don't know how to translate this one, uh, the trilogy Slunce Seno, which is like the, the sun, the hay and uh, strawberries, and also Dobrý voják Švejk, which is like a good soldier Švejk, good soldier Švejk, And also maybe older film, uh, Emperor's Baker and Baker's Emperor, etc. There must be some Czech films, duh, come on. I just don't know about them. If you happen to know any Czech, if you happen to come across any Czech dubbed films, just let me know because I would really love to, I would really love to hear the dubbing. Could be fun. Yeah. Anyway. I'd like to point out that I strongly believe that in order to enjoy comedy, you have to know the target language. If you dub it, uh, a lot of humor just gets lost. It gets lost in translation and you just don't understand it. It gets, it gets distorted, twisted, and it can in the end be a bit anticlimactic, right? Okay, that's it. Thanks, Daniel, for your message. Hope this answers it well. And now, uh, before I end, I'd like to comment on these people who Skype, who requested me for doing Skype interviews with them. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you that this is a huge honor for me. And I think it even gives this podcast more credit, you know. I told you it had happened to me before that uh, guy from Peru, whose name is Jorge, asked me to do an interview, and I did it with him. And it was like, for the first time, it was like a milestone, milestone of the podcast, because it's usually me who asks other people to record interviews with them, right? So Jorge was the first, Jorge was like a pioneer in this. And this is also interesting. Several people on the internet, uh, to be precise, there were three of them, asked me to do Skype interviews with them uh, for the podcast. Wow, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, 
I sometimes underrate myself, you know. Sometimes I'm, I beat myself up over my English here, over my uh, lack of experience and maybe even confidence doing this podcast. But maybe, maybe I should come to senses because maybe it deserves, deserves more respect, right? Even I deserve more respect. Maybe I should start respecting myself a bit more. Maybe I should start treating myself differently. We will see about that. But uh, another thing is that I'm kind of snowed under with material at the moment. I have a bit more time, right? I don't work that much at this at this point. So that's why I can do this episode, for example. I can prepare it well. This one is well prepared. I think you can, you can guess it from the jokes uh, I tried to include in this one. But uh, yeah, if you have time for this, it can always be done in a more interesting way. But um, if you don't, then of course, naturally, you know, you can't, you can't do everything, right? So I'm a bit busy with other material connected to the podcast. I'm trying to handle uh, all those, you know, all those interviews I recorded in England. There should be three more interviews with uh, people all Czech people who who can speak English very well and who I interviewed. So what I had to do, I had to told these people who asked me to record Skype interviews, I had to tell them to wait because I can't do it now, right? Because I would I would end up, uh, I would just have a backlog, backlog of material just piled up and um, it would be a, a bit of nightmare and... You know, I would feel guilty that I'm not able to to handle it. And, you know, I just have to get other material over with. And then I can proceed to doing something else, right? But, nevertheless, I want to do these interviews because all three of them seem to be interesting people. Um, You know, there is this guy from Brazil, uh, Sam. Uh, who is currently living in England. Uh, that's a very interesting guy. I I had a short Facebook conversation with him and I think he could be a great addition to my podcast. I think an interview with him would be a wonderful contribution to, to, to the podcast. And also there is this guy from Korea uh, who wrote a message actually on... Luke's English podcast, which is very interesting. Uh, I suppose it was kind of a mistake there. He cont- he was trying to, con- or maybe he didn't know where to find me, but he contacted me via Luke's English podcast. Very interesting, right? And yeah, so this Korean guy, I don't know his name, but um, no, I'm not gonna tell you his Skype name. I don't think it's right, but okay. So yeah, but his guy from South Korea. Um, could be very interesting and enlightening experience for me to to find out about such a distant culture as South Korea is. It definitely would be great and interesting. Um, I would have a lot of questions to ask him. And the last guy is Vojta, who is Czech, but uh, apparently he's uh, this kind of a globetrotter, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this word right. Globetrotter should be like a traveler, a person who travels around the travels around the world, and he has been to many different places, and he has met a lot of 
interesting people and uh, it seems like he speaks he's he speaks really good english all three of these people speak good english they have decent english so so i think this could be no wrong modal verb these will be great um interviews and um i'm look for i'm looking forward to them uh there is obviously uh uh, uh there is a drawback to this and that's the skype cost quality i would always prefer having uh, natural interviews just recorded by my recorder but you know this is just disadvantage these people they are living somewhere far from me far from podjebrady so i can't easily meet them that would mean spending a lot of money uh, if i had to travel all the way to england or i don't know where vojta is right now but i presume he's somewhere far away at the moment and uh, the last person from korea obviously this is unthinkable for me to go to korea um, i mean i could i could maybe afford a one way ticket there but then i would be completely broke so um, i can't of course afford this um, so what do you think about this is it okay if i do skype interviews uh, how do you find those which i have already done with orony from bangladesh about about football there was uh, ethan my friend from england and uh, there was one with giom from switzerland what do you think about these interviews was the quality audible or was it inaudible tell me what you think in comments of course underneath this episode well uh I think we are getting to the end of this episode. I would like to thank uh, Gabor and Daniel for their support and uh, everyone else for their attention listening to this episode. I'm glad you support me and uh, this is really great and it makes me really happy. I mean, what about you? What about you other guys from whom I've never heard before who who are sort of quiet there? and just you know just downloading my episodes listening to this but they never actually get back to me never ever give, giving me any feedback are you happy with the podcast um if you are happy with the podcast why don't you just sh- send me a short message or leave a comment just saying hi zdenek looking forward to listening to more that's it or hi zdenek how are you i'm my name is peter and i'm from france Peter from France I think maybe Pierre okay Pierre from France not Peter yeah whenever i receive a message or whenever i receive feedback it makes me want to record and upload an episode a new one it just drives me it just gives me such massive boost of excitement and confidence and just willingness to work more on this you can't imagine how much this is helping so you have huge power over this podcast you may not even realize it but the more you support me the more i will be willing to um hone to enhance this podcast what makes me sad are some some of my pseudo fans now i don't mean those of you who don't get back to me and listen kind of in silence it's okay you are shy or lazy or whatever i don't know but 
you are fine. You are absolutely fine. What makes me really sad are my pseudo fans. What I mean by pseudo fans, I mean some of my friends who give me thumbs up for a video on Facebook, right? Because I have this Facebook group, the X English Podcast, and they give me thumbs up for a video which I find on YouTube and just publish it there about elevators, but they never actually leave a comment or give me a like or feedback or just support me. Uh, you know, nothing like this. They just like only video which I post about elevators. This is just a bit sad. I mean, if you guys, if you guys don't listen to the podcast, why bother staying in the group? You know what I mean? It's your right to leave the group. It's your right. It's your right not to listen to the podcast. But why would you be in the group if you don't listen to my episodes? And if you do listen to my episodes. Why can't you just, you know, just leave me one comment? Or if you think it's bad, I mean, then logically, if it's bad for you, I suppose you would stop listening, all right? You wouldn't just listen to mock me or something. That's ridiculous, right? I don't understand this, you know. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, I do need your feedback. Remember, guys. It takes you approximately one to ten seconds to do it. It can be just thumbs up uh, on Audioboo FM or on Facebook in the Facebook group. Anything, right? I, just, I know I keep repeating this. I may it may start to irritate you a bit. I realize this, but it's really important for me, and I I'm I'm sure I need to I need to go on about this um, because. You know, unless I do it, you won't probably realize it. And once again, thanks a lot to everyone that is supporting me. This has been an amazing experience, amazing journey doing this podcast, and I have learned a lot from it. I have learned a lot. I have, and it's a great moment when I can kind of connect to to my listeners, to the people who are listening to this. And uh, the messages I got from Gabor and Daniel—it's just—it's just great stuff. Thanks, thanks once again.、Uh, I can't thank you enough for this. Thank you very much indeed. Right, that's it for this podcast episode. I hope it is not too long.、Um, I'm gonna edit some bits out, so I suppose it's not gonna. Be one hour long, but my recorder says it's about one hour long now. Okay, so you guys look after yourselves. Take care, and see you soon. Bye.